How much does an apple weigh? The average apple weighs about 3.5 ounces. I think it's fair to say an apple is a pretty light object. You know, the average person can probably throw an apple a half a city block. My three-year-old son can pick up an apple and throw it across the room. Apples are pretty light. But if I told you to extend your hand with your palm up and I put an apple in your hand, it would still be pretty light to you. If I told you to hold that apple for an hour, two hours, maybe it wouldn't feel so light. Maybe it'll get a little heavy, a little hard to, to hold up. And that's the thing about really anything in life. Like anything in life can become heavy if you hold on to it for too long. Bro, I really think I can hit any bitch. How could you say that? How could you have that mentality? Why is it so hard to get some hair from yo bitch? It's easier to get hair from a brand new bitch. Unrelatable. Yo bitch. (laughs) You can't have no expectations if that if you looking for this, but you fucking with niggas who not looking for that. That nigga gotta be on the same type of time you own for you to get exactly what you want. So what you bring to the table? If you don't bring shit to the table, nigga, you better sweep my up and motherfucking wax the flows on the way to that bitch. I know, I know, I know I did not give y'all a uh, podcast yesterday. Yesterday was a crazy day. My allergies are super, super fucked up right now. But that is not why I didn't give y'all a podcast. I didn't give y'all a podcast yesterday because the pool party was supposed to be yesterday. Niggas canceled the pool party. The company that we booked the pool party through canceled the pool party because they didn't book the security. And we need security at pool parties in Chicago after a certain time. They didn't book the security. Uh, they failed to do a job on their end, which cost us the event, cost us a lot of money. All the ticket sales have been refunded, but it was a pretty fucked up day yesterday. I had to drive. Uh, I had to drive out there during the middle of the day to try to see if I can resolve the issue and make the pool party still happen. And that was the time that I was supposed to be recording a podcast to put out for you all. So the podcast did not come out yesterday. The pool party didn't happen. It was a pretty fucked up day and I woke up with fucked up allergies, but we're here and it's just back to work time. FC weekend is over. It's time to get back to work. And today I want to talk to y'all about letting go first. First, we're going to talk about letting go in this podcast. And then I'm going to drop another one later today because I owe y'all 31 podcasts this month since I missed yesterday. I got to double up today, right? It's only fair. It's only right. Today we're going to talk about letting go, man. As I said before, Anything you hold on to can become heavy if you hold it on for too long. So we got to learn to let things go. And I see a lot of videos um, on YouTube. I see a lot of books, uh, you know, a lot of things on Instagram and TikTok about when to let go, how you know when it's time to let go. I never see things on how to let go. And I think that's very hard to explain to people. And I, I think that's why a lot of people don't touch on it or approach it. What's the strategy for actually letting go? Today, I'm going to offer one. I'm going to offer something that I've done. Um, and this is advice that I've given to multiple people. And, you know, when it comes to this type of advice and these type of situations, it's never a thing the way you just tell somebody to do this and it just works tomorrow. Like, it doesn't it doesn't really go like that. Uh, people have to work up a lot of courage to let go. They have to really learn to trust themselves and be okay with being alone. It takes a lot of acceptance. Uh, it's a lot that goes into letting go. It's not an overnight process. To even begin the process is a process, right? However, today, you know, I'm going to offer up 
three things that help me let go of situations when it's time to let go of situations. Now, when we, when we talk about letting go, there's two different types of scenarios in relationships that people typically need to let go of. Number one, you're in a relationship that isn't a good relationship. It isn't healthy. Um, or is it something that you just don't want to do anymore, but you might deeply love that person. You might have so much history with that person that you don't really know where to go outside of that relationship. You might not see yourself doing good on the other side of that relationship because you've been there for so long or because you felt like maybe no one else would, you know, love you properly or no one else would put up with your bullshit or, you know, because we, we ain't perfect people, right? We ain't perfect people or, you know, whatever the case may be, you can't see yourself having a, a happy life or a happy relationship outside on the other end of this breakup. If you choose to do so. The other situation a lot of people uh, typically want to let go of is a situation where they're not in a relationship and they actually want to be with somebody, but that person doesn't want to be with them. You know, it happens. It happens. It happens a lot uh, with women, you know, with, you know, usually women with more anxious attachment styles, dating guys with avoidant attachment styles. Uh, dudes just dangling the keys to the relationship in a woman's face and they're not really on shit, you know? It's like they want to, they say they date intentionally, they say they, they want a real relationship, but it's never the right time. they never ready. And they just keep you dangling, right? And a lot of men go through it as well. It's a little bit more rare that a man goes through it in the sense of like wanting a relationship, but it does happen. It does happen. You know what I'm saying? It does happen. That's why I think men experience a lot less heartbreaks than women over the course of time. I think where women really want a relationship and so many men playing with them, they experience a, a few more heartaches versus uh, with men, we run into that situation once every blue moon where we really want to be with a chick and she don't want to be with us. Like that happens a little bit less to guys. But what does happen often to guys is guys having kids with women and playing with their baby mama, cheating on her, doing this, doing this. And then it gets to a point where she says, you know what, fuck it, I'm gone. And somewhere down the road, he like, damn, I want my family back. And she's like, nah, it's a wrap. That shit happens to guys. That's more common for guys. And, you know, it's the same scenario of you want a relationship, but that person doesn't want to give it to you. That person isn't feeling it. Either way, you got to let the fuck go. And these are some things that I would say that you need to uh, insulate yourself with to make it easier to let go. These are just... Uh, things that I would tell myself if I was in a situation where I need to let go. Uh, these are like, I, I like to just to have like mental notes or like just a, a mind state that I can lock into this mind state and it's going to take me where I need to go. Everything else is going to be okay. And the first thing is this, telling yourself, I don't have the time to waste. What do I mean by that? I don't have the time to waste. Um, I've had, I know guys who are in relationships, right? It's a guy at my barbershop, for example. He was telling us how he's in a relationship and he really wants kids and his girl doesn't want kids or she seems to not want kids. She says she's OK with the idea of having kids, but she keeps kind of dangling, um, you know, linger, lingering around uh, the, the thought of having kids and not. She's never ready. And they've been together 10 years. Um, they financially set. She got a lot of bread. He got a lot of bread. They got a big crib together. Everything good. Like, it's just like, damn, why haven't y'all had kids yet? Right. And she just doesn't want to. She's just, um, I'm not going to call her a selfish person, but she's someone who doesn't want to nurture another human. From what he's saying, like, she's not a nurturer. You know, she want to go on trips. She want to go on vacation. She ain't trying to be held down by no kid. You know, they're in their mid 30s. And he's like, man, I, I really want a kid. 
And what I'm telling him is like, you don't have the time to waste. What I mean by that is like, you were in your mid thirties. That's not old. That's not old at all. However, not having a kid in your mid-30s is okay. The thing is that if you broke up with her today, if you're if you want to have a child with a woman that you're in a healthy relationship with and it's not her, if you broke up with her today, it still might take you another year and a half, maybe even two years to find another woman that you even want to be in a relationship with. And then after you get in that relationship, it might take another two, three years before you decide that I want to have a child with this person. It might happen instantaneously. Absolutely. You might meet a chick six months after you break up and have a kid with her. And it might work out and be great. Absolutely. But we don't know what we don't know. What we All we can do is go off of kind of like what makes sense. What's, you know, if we was doing it the proper way, you know, the timetables that kind of make sense, right? And you going through a breakup after you dated somebody over 10 years, it might take some time to get over that before you can really be present fully emotionally present and mentally present in a new relationship. So that's why I'm saying it might take you, you know, a year and a half to two years because you need the time to get over the person for one. Then you have to go find the right person. The dating pool is crazy right now. You have to go find the right person to commit to a relationship. So once you commit to that relationship, maybe y'all do pop off and have a kid in six months. But y'all might want to say, you know what? Let's really be sure that we want to be together forever. We just actually got together after the, the two years after my last breakup. So let's see if we actually want to be together forever. You know what I'm saying? Well, not forever, but, you know, if we want to be together long term, because forever ain't promised either, but at least long term to, to be having a kid together. Now, if you're 35, that's that's four to six years from now, bro. You're 40. Now you're 40 having your first kid. You're 50 with a 10-year-old. You're 50 with a third grader. Who want to be 50 with a third grader? I want to be 50 with my kid. Going away to college. Who the fuck want to be 50 with a third grader? Not me. I don't know. Maybe, you know. But that's what I mean when I say you don't have the time to waste. Because if you let go of the relationship today, you have to heal. You have to rebuild. Then you have to find somebody. And then you have to go through the healthy steps of actually getting with that person. We don't have the fucking time. If you listening to this right now, you in your you a teenager, you in your early 20s, your mid-20s, then yeah, maybe, maybe so. But... If you in your 30s and you you trying to find a healthy situation to move forward in your life by the time you're 40, you need to be fucking with somebody that's on the same type of time as you right now. Because all that shit, when you do it in a healthy way, when you go from a, a, a dating to a healthy relationship to moving in to, to buying a home together to having a kid to getting married, that shit take time. Like all that fairy tale shit you're going to love at first sight and you're going to be married in a year, you can do that shit if you want to and it might work. Odds are, divorce rates is high as shit right now. You got to take your time with this shit. So we don't have no time to waste. Unless you're trying to get married when you're 50, 60 years old, you want to keep playing with these motherfuckers that you need to let go of. We don't have the type of time to waste. So that's number one. We don't have the time. The second thing is this. The goal is happiness. Not that person. What do I mean by that? The goal of intimate relationships and, and love in your life is happiness and peace. That's the goal. That person that you want to be with is not the goal. A lot of times we lose sight of that. A lot of times we we turn the goal in our mind and in our heart is like my goal is to be with this particular person. My goal is to be with them. Even though they might not be right for you, even though it seems like they might not be trying to be with you, 
you've turned your goal you like you you've lost sight of the fact that the end goal is to be happy and you zeroed in on this person as your goal because you think that that's the only thing that can make you happy is being with this person it's not true because if they if it ain't making you happy right now you it probably ain't gonna make you happy later especially if you're doing the things that you need to do and fulfilling the needs that they told you need to be fulfilled and you're still not happy in the situation because either a they're not meeting your needs if you're in that relationship or b you're trying to be in a relationship with that person and they're not giving you the relationship even though you're doing your best to fulfill their needs at the end of the day you're probably not going to end up happy with that person believe what they're showing you you got to believe what they're showing you all right so the goal is happiness it's not it's not it's not that person man you got to find a situation that actually work for you and think about your needs and if your needs are being fulfilled and what makes you feel good what makes you happy that's the thing too we value how the other person feel and the other person emotions more than we value our own that's another one why would you play the bench for somebody when you could start for somebody else why would you play the bench for somebody where you could be the first round draft pick for somebody else? It don't make sense. What value is this person placing on you if they got you on the bench? If they got you waiting? And this is this is specifically for my people who want to be with somebody who isn't who doesn't want to be with them. Or you want to marry somebody who doesn't want to marry you, or they're procrastinating on marrying you, they're procrastinating on giving you a relationship, right? Why would you play the bench for this person? Why would you let this person put you on hold where there are people who it wouldn't be a fucking, it wouldn't be no hesitation. It's a no brainer. They fucking with you. They see the value in you. Again, it's because, oh, but it's cool, but I just want to be with them. It's just them. Like, no, it's not about them. It's about you. You got to choose you first. Then choose your partner. Choose you first. Then choose your partner. Right? And choosing you means putting yourself in situations that benefit you, putting yourself in situations where you're valued, where you're appreciated. And if you showing up for somebody constantly and you letting them know that you want a relationship and they keep playing with you about giving it to you, that person don't value you. That person do not value you because I guarantee if a, if a motherfucker come around that they feel like is worthy of their relationship, they're going to give it to them with no fucking hesitation. You are a placeholder in a life. They fucking with you until they figure out what they really want. That's the facts of the situation. If you showing up for somebody constantly and you telling them, hey, you the motherfucker I want to be with, and you showing them that, and they not, they, they not fucking with you like that, you a placeholder in their life. They only fucking with you until they figure out where they really want to be at. That's the truth for the situation, man. Let that shit go. It's a motherfucker out here who gone, no brainer, come on. You cold as hell. You want a relationship? You coming like this? You do you do you do this, you do this type of shit for niggas? This how you coming? Come on. Let's lock in. Let's do it. Same thing for my guys. It's a chick out here who will appreciate how you coming, how you showing up. The same way you showing up for Trudy right now, who ain't doing what the fuck she's supposed to do, who ain't reciprocating that energy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. It's a chick out here who a no brainer. They she fucking with you. So we gotta let that shit go, man. Um, and I'm gonna give y'all one more. I'm gonna give y'all one more before I get up out of here. Before we, before we close this one out, short term maximum pain 
versus like a prolonged, more subtle pain that comes with confusion, insecurity, and distrust of self. When you let go of somebody immediately and cut them off, it's a painful thing to do. It's a it's a tough thing to do because you not only have to like you're you're creating a void in your own life for one because this person means whatever to you. They're the person that you go to for everything, for advice, for a laugh, to tell how your day was, all of this. So if you decide that you want to lead that person, that's a void in your life. This person was played a big role in your everyday life. So you're creating a void in your own life. That's number one. Number two is you have to accept the fact that they're probably going to end up with somebody else. So as much as you think that you're their person, that person is going to end up with somebody else. They're going to love somebody else. They're going to choose somebody else. And you're going to have to see, you probably going to have to watch that. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of, you know, we got social media or if that person, you got a child with that person or whatever, you live in a small city. You, you, you know how this shit go. You're going to see it. You know, it's kind of hard to block that type of shit out and not and make sure you don't see it. It's gonna, motherfucker, your friend's going to tell you about it. Oh, you know they got a new... You know what I'm saying? You know she got a new man. You know he got a new girl. I don't want to hear that shit, man. But you're going to have to accept that, though. And it's going to be painful. Right? But at the end of the day, if you cut that situation off now, that pain is going to be a lot more short-term than the pain of constantly letting that person drag you on and drag you along or is that person even is that person even stringing you along or are you stringing yourself along especially for my people who in a situation where you want their relationship and they don't want to give it to you is that person stringing you along or are you stringing yourself along because they showing you really fuck what they telling you they kind of showing you that they ain't no shit so it's some self-accountability in this shit as well we got to acknowledge that however you got to know, man. You got to know. Are they stringing you along or are you, or are you stringing yourself along? But at the end of the day, like, it's going to be a lot more painful in that situation if you choose to stay. Because it's going to be a, a more, it's not it's an extreme pain that's letting go, but it's still a subtle pain of like, damn, like, I keep, I keep trying to be with this person. They keep showing me that I'm not worthy of that. It's a pain that comes with that. But you know what also comes with it. But it's like they still fucking with you. So you don't feel super unworthy because they still fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? But it's still a pain that come with that. And it's also some confusion that come with it. Because it's like, damn, if I'm not worthy, why are they still fucking with me? How long are they going to keep fucking with me? When are they going to give me what I want? What do I have to do to get what I want? It's a constant confusion when you're in a situation to where you can't let go of somebody who's not giving you what you want. They're doing just enough to keep you around and keep you in the game, whatever the case may be. It's also insecurity that comes with that. You start to, to, to doubt yourself. You start to think like, damn, what is it about me that this person don't, don't just want to be with me? Like, what is it about me that this person keeps second guessing on? And it, I, I, not, I could almost relate it back to sports. Like if you was ever a kid you know, whether it be the NFL draft or whether it be the playground draft when everybody picking their teams and you get picked last, like, damn, I must be, damn, I'm weak as hell or something. Why the fuck niggas, over, why am I being overlooked? Why niggas ain't pick me? Why I always get picked last? What I got to do? You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, 
it's it's a level of insecurity that come with that and second guessing yourself and it also comes with distrust of self because you know deep down you know fucking better you know you deserve more you know you should be getting up out this situation you know you shouldn't be dealing with this shit but you still doing it so you eventually you're gonna start you're gonna stop trusting yourself you're gonna stop trusting yourself because when you know better and you do it anyway you really can't trust yourself to do the right thing. You can't trust yourself to do the things that you know you need to do, the things that you know benefit you the most. You doing what benefit them the most. You putting them over yourself, even though you know better. So you're going to start to lose trust for yourself. You don't want to be in that situation. I'm telling you, nobody want to be in that situation. And it's going to be like that throughout the time that you choose to not let go Throughout the time you choose to hold on to that person and stay in that situation, these are all the emotions you're going to be feeling. It's going to be more subtle because guess what? It's going to be times where you feel really happy with that person for brief moments. When y'all spend the time together, when they give you some affection, when they give you some love, when y'all, you know, do whatever y'all do. Yeah, you're going to feel good in those moments. But it's always going to be a residual underlying feeling of pain. Because you're not getting what you want. Confusion as to why you're not getting what you want. Insecurity. Second guessing yourself because you're not getting what you want. And distrust of yourself because you keep doing, you keep making the wrong decision even though you know better. And it's going to be prolonged throughout the time you fuck with that person. Versus if you let go, it's going to be a lot shorter amount of time, but it's going to be a maximum amount of pain. It's going to be amplified. Like, fuck. I really got to deal, deal with the fact that this person out of my life and they're going to have somebody else. But you're going to have the space to get over that shit, though. That shit might last a few months. That shit might last a year. But you're going to have the space to get over that shit, focus on yourself, and love yourself the proper way. You're going to have that space versus if you stay in that situation, that shit is going to be prolonged as long as they keep playing with you. And guess what? Whenever that shit ends, you still got to go through the short-term maximum pain of having that void in your life and knowing that person going to pick somebody else. That shit is inevitable. So you can either go through, the, you can either cut that shit off right now and go through the storm, or you could keep being strong along and, and and going through all of the other shit, getting tore down slowly but surely, and then at the end, boom, you still got to go through the storm anyway, and that's fucked up. But that's what it is when you don't know how to let go. That's what it is when you don't know how to let go. I know people who've been together for... I'm not even going to say people. I know a couple that's been together for over 30 years. And a woman has been wanting to get married for 30 years. And they just now get married. And that's dope. But who the fuck want to be drugged through and strung along for that fucking long? This dude got multiple kids by different women. All type of shit, bro. All type of shit. Throughout that 30 years, like, you know what I'm saying? And she stuck through it all. And, okay, she got the ring. What it costs. How you really feel about yourself? Who are you now? Because what we talked about the other day, like, the journey is what gives you your identity. The process is what gives you your identity. So what do that process what, what do that process tell you about yourself? What do you learn about yourself after letting somebody drag you through a situation, through a situation for 30 years, waiting on the ring? You don't want to go through that. And that's go for my men and my women. That's a situation where, you know, a woman was dragged through. But it's, it's niggas who, I don't know no nigga who got dragged through for no 30 years. But it's niggas who get dragged through the mud too. Dealing with women who ain't on shit. They just in love with them. 
Don't nobody need to go through that, man. We got to learn how to let go. You hold on to anything for too long, it's going to get too fucking heavy, man. But we off that, man. Um, it's Monday. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all enjoy y'all week. I'm dropping podcasts every day to the end of August. Y'all already know that. So I got some heat coming for y'all this week. Um, me and Cam finna get back recording since FC weekend is over. Um, up next, we really don't got shit but New York. New York is coming up next for Battle of the Sexes. Uh, my birthday is, you know, that week. So it's going to be a nice little birthday trip for me. Nice little getaway. Um, shit, meet us at City Winery, The Loft, in Manhattan, September 29th, Battle of the Sexes. Pop out. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. It's amazing the one excuses for a nigga not to get it. If you a nigga looking for excuses, you'll always be able to find them. But over here, that shit is unacceptable. I always felt like I could do anything. Yes, the vision is clear, the work is easy. I might have thought it was gonna take an hour and it took a week. I hustle for my last name. I don't hustle for my first. I'm either gonna make it or I'm not. And when I if I don't, it, I can't sit back and point the finger at nobody. Words is powerful. You can really impact people. They do not understand who I am. They do they will not understand until after I'm gone. Would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world or at peace with yourself and at war with the world?